Hello and welcome to A Toast to Pop Culture. Where it just keeps popping. It does. It <laughs> pops all day long. And night. Yep. If you listen on a loop 24-7, it's never not popping. Exactly. <laughs> welcome along. <laughs> continuous pop diddy pop. <laughs> Speaking of continuous. Oh yeah. This is a continuation from a poddy we did a few weeks ago when we did The X Factor. Yeah, whoop whoop. And that one was a bit of a chaos moment. Oh, it was so messy. And we're not as drunk as last time, so that's good. I feel like this is going to go better. And we have a format this time because we're doing live shows for this one. So only the ones that people actually like this time. Yeah, definitely. But still filled with iconic, funny, stupid, ridiculous moments. So it's going to be good. Yeah. Looking forward to that. How has your week been? Good. <laughs> that so. was so formal. Okay, everyone, sit down. Um, we've done our we've done our hellos. Uh, how's your week been? It's been very good, thank you. How's yours been, darling? It's been fantastic. Thank you for asking. So my week, um, I want to say because I mentioned it a couple of episodes ago about how I got Animal Crossing from CEX. Ever since I bought it, I have been obsessed with it literally obsessed haven't been able to put it down staring at my switch during work hours just begging for it to just i don't know turn five o'clock so i Mm -hmm. can turn it on i also got a pink case for it which is super cute and i've been obsessed with that so i've been obsessed with the tv show at the minute (laughs) um (laughs) what the switch i was over the switch (laughs) no the switch in your mouth For eager listeners, we just did a little cutaway, a little edit, and we were just chatting normally, and she went, so guys, I am. Back to the radio voice. Um, I'm obsessed with Happy Valley at the minute, which is like a crime drama on BBC. It's so good. It first came out years ago, and it came back seven years later for the series, like the last ever series, and it's so good. And at the time of recording, the finale episode is coming this Sunday. So by the time these guys hear this, it would have happened. And oh my God, like the whole of the UK is just waiting to find out how it's going to end. <laughs> the whole country. I is swear to God, to you're probably the only person not watching it, Tyler. Right, everyone in my family is trying to get me to watch it. There you go. It's brilliant. I hate... Well, no, I don't hate watching stuff in bulk. But it will take me months. But it won't because there's only six episodes per series and there's only three series. I'll still need three to four business books. <laughs> <laughs> it's really, really good. But yeah, it's ending forever on Sunday and I can't wait to find out what happens. Well, then I can just save it for when I'm going to miss the show I've never seen. It, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> totally. I'm just trying to come up with an excuse. I know I need to. It's very good. But I just, I'm always like this with everything. I know. So do you want to hear about my phone call or do you want to see how you're doing first? I watched a show a day. Ooh, it's very critically it's not acclaimed. Not again, is it? <laughs> it's it's more thought provoking, a lot more to take in than snooker. Uh, I got really bored, and I decided what's a show I've not seen in a long time, and I watched *Horrid Henry*. Oh my god! <laughs> na 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 na. I can do a really good. They changed the theme tune. I know, actually, because I was watching it with my niece, and it was Can't totally different. It. What is Can't it called? Like the new it. one again? They changed the titles as well. I know. Do you remember it's like run through the school and shit. Mm-hmm. Now it's like. The family walk and it's like boring. And the new theme tune, I remember hearing it, it's just not the same as it. It's not the same. But I do a really good horror entry impression. Go on. You're such a worm, Peter. (laughs) That was shit, wasn't it? I wouldn't know if I'd say that's good. Or the mum. Don't be horrid, Henry. The mum is someone, I was saying this, the mum is someone who, if you watch today, 
is completely different to how you imagined her back in the day, I think. What do you mean? I just don't think I realised how struggly she was. Oh, I did. She was always a bit of a wet wipe. And then she kind of just, like, was struggling to keep it all together. <laughs> like, she constantly seems on edge, bless her. To be honest, you would be like that if I were telling her it was your son. Well, no, exactly, but... You'd be, like, counting down the days till death. Aye, uh, but she's got perfect Peter to balance it out. Aye, uh, true. Uh, I've got a question as well. So on the way here, I was thinking this, and it's Marie, a... question. Marie, <laughs> um, I was on the way here, and then I realised this was one of my little anxieties, one of my little like things where I feel like a tit every time I do it. What? Um, when you cross the road and a car stops for you, what mm. do you do? I just want to see what you would do so, to make sure it's the same I do. Couple of things. Because I was run over once at a zebra crossing. Right. <laughs> I have a lot of anxiety. Lol. <laughs> Big lol moment. So much fun. Um, <laughs> I have a lot of anxiety crossing. So, I, I I would love to be that person that like sticks a hand up and say thank you, but I feel like I'm not adult enough to do that and that the person behind the wheel will be like, what a twat. So I just put my head down in my right. pocket. Right, this is what I'm saying as well. So I always put my hand to do the thank you. Yeah. But I feel like a tit. Yeah, me too. And I feel like it's only something car to car. Yeah. I feel like when a person does it, it's like, wait, yeah, I could run you over if I wanted to. (laughs) (laughs) We're not equal. (laughs) We're not on the same page right now. But I also feel like it's like fully grown adults and now I know I'm 27, but like, I just feel like the person, because I look young, the person behind the wheel will be like, have you ever been, right, basically, to put this into context, a passenger and some five-year-old kid will do it and your mum or your dad will be like... What a twat. <laughs> I, I, I'm that person when I'm Whereas, sitting in the car. Yeah, so then I feel like if I did it, the person behind the wheel would be like, what's you doing? But also I've been in situations where I'm in the car and they go, nay, thank you, mm. kiss me arse on out. <laughs> and then it's like, oh, am I going to be that person? Yeah, I'm that person. Sometimes my ears burn because I'm like, I know they've just said something bad about me. You know, when yeah. you like press the light across the road. Yeah, but I don't give like, a fuck. I'm just glad I'm not being ran over, honestly. Before you like nearly ran over. And, yeah. Like, they definitely oh, yeah, said yeah. some horrible things about me. Yeah. But YOLO. That's what I was going to tell you earlier and I said I'd forgot. Oh, yeah. my YOLO era. Oh yeah, you know, yeah. <laughs> I mean, my, you know what? That was very much the random era as well, when you think about it. But I think Yolo's a bit different. Yeah. Random's like, I'm going to do this, because yeah. lol, this is, Yolo's more, should I do this? Don't know, I'm going to do it anyway. Yeah, I'm always in my Yolo era then. Yeah. You know this. I, you are more in your Yolo era than me. Yeah. Hence why you took that phone call. Yeah. Oh, let's talk about that phone call. <laughs> so, I got a card through the post day that was not addressed to me. Um, handwritten card... And I opened it because I wanted to get in touch with whoever sent the card to tell them that they sent it to the wrong address. So I opened it and it was just like, love from Sarah and Steve. Um, with a little card on it that was like, Sarah and Steve have moved and their new address and their number on the bottom. And I was like, this was obviously meant to go towards like their mate. And I just want to let them know that I am not their friend. <laughs> like... Now, what would you do in this situation, dear listener? Because I would... Not bother my ass. Would you open it? Go, oh well. Would I open it? I don't know actually. If it was addressed to my house, then yeah. I was gonna say it's not technically a criminal offence what I've done because it, it didn't have my name on it, but it did have my address. It didn't have anyone's name on it. Well, then you had open it. So I was just like, it possibly could for me, but I knew it wouldn't be because I knew no one would send me a handwritten mm. card. But yeah, it had my address on and no name, so I opened it. Yeah, and then the number on the bottom, so I rang it. And, I, and this man answered, he's like, hello. And I was like, is that Steve? And, oh no, Sean, he was called Sean. It was Sean and Sarah. 
it's like they were a cartoon married couple like it was just too perfect shout um, out to Sean and Sarah if you're listening from Sunderland not friends of the pod I think they'd be very annoyed if they heard that we were talking about them on this literally and I rang him and I was like I've got a letter from you but I don't think it's from me and he was like you have a letter for me at your house and I was like no it's from you and he was like I don't know who the fuck you are let us uh, pass, pass you on to my wife and my my <laughs> And his wife was like, God, what did she even say? She was just like, oh, yeah, that was meant for my friend just to inform them that I was moving. And then she thought I was annoyed, so she was like, I'm so, so sorry. And I was like, hey, don't worry, pet. I just wanted to um, wanted you to know that your mate wasn't ignoring you. Like, she doesn't live here anymore. But you know what's funny? The woman on the phone was so posh. And, like, so I just sort of started, like, matching. And the way I said bye just, like, was not me at all. I went, bye now. <laughs> Like, why buy now? And why is that posh? I was like, not to worry, Sarah. Well, buy now to hear now as we get into <laughs> this episode. I oh, thought God. That, I thought now. that was a 5 out of 10 short, that. And we will talk about my thoughts on Ben here now. Because oh, we, we had a bit of a spat about Ben here now, didn't we? Did we? We did. That makes me think that you don't think what I think. Mm. Well, we'll get to it, won't we? But before that, drinky poos, which I'm... <laughs> Editing out straight away. <laughs> no, you're not. Revolting. Um, we've got our drink, and would you like to explain what the drink of choice is today? Drink of choice is Martini Rosé. So the brand is Martini, the flavour is Rosé. <laughs> and it's basically just Rosé Prosecco, but it's fucking delish. It is good, like, and we've drunk most of it. It's pretty much gone. Um, but we'll pick this because, well, the last time I did the X Factor episode, we had Prosec, didn't we? Mm. And this was pretty much the same thing <laughs> by Prosec <laughs> we did it by the rules literally Prosecco but this is pretty much the same it's a little bit nice and I already had it so I was like let's just go for it and open it and we are going to clink so if you'd like to clink <laughs> very formal again <laughs> there we go why are all my glasses made out of pure plastic if you were wondering we do not do the clink sound effects <laughs> <laughs> as you might be able to tell I've got very cheap glasses <laughs> So, let's get into our episode on the X Factor Lives. So, we're going to go series by series, and then anything funny we can remember from that particular year, we can just bring into the conversation. Can I just say, since we're different fans, does it have to just be funny, or can we just mention good No, ones? it can be whatever we want. Just anything, anything from each series. Well, we're going to talk about the good ones, which will lead us to good bits. Yes. And any funny bits in between. And just everything. 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 Anything notable, essentially. Yes. So we're going to start with series one. I don't have a lot to say. So I don't really remember it because I was so young. But a couple of things I want to say. I have to talk about the fact that two famous people are from that series that I didn't even realise. The woman who was the Marlin Blood brother as like the main actress was amazing, right? Mm. So I googled it after the show. It turned out she was in series one of X Factor. And on that podcast I sent you, The Talent Factory, she talked on it and she was like, I would never ever go back. It was the worst experience of my life. Um, apparently, a talent factory. It was on BBC Sounds, and I told you to listen to it. And Joe McEldry was on it, and everything. It was really good. It was hosted by Amelia Lilly of all people. I was totally gonna listen to that. And it was really, it. and it was really quick. I got through it one day. In one day, I'll do that. Okay, um, and Brenda Edwards from Loose Women. She was on the first series of X Factor. I do know that, but. What name was she? was she in a group? No, she was on her own. Another thing, I think she came fourth or something. Another thing I didn't realise, 
until I seen Anne Hairspray the musical where she played Mortimer May Bell, which was so good. Googled that, found out she was on Loose Women, found out she was the mother of Jamal Edwards, and found out she was on X Factor. Are you sure she was on series two? Oh, she could have been. Oh, she was, list. man. She was. So Steve Brookstein won. We spoke a bit about Sharon's like yeah. skating and thing, and I think that definitely helped him get the win. I don't know how he managed it. That's how. Was Andy Abrahams on that series? No. Was he Shane Ward series as well? Must have been. Who the hell was on series one? Rowena? Well, ex- yes. Loved her. She came forth. Um, I don't remember any of these people, which is what I was going to say. Very obsessed with the name Two To Go. Don't remember them. <laughs> and uh, the third place, Tabby Callahan. Yeah, I remember him. He's like a rocker. Uh, comes from <laughs> County Sligo in Ireland. So <laughs> naturally clicked on that Wikipedia page. I know... That Westlife are from there. Can you pronounce the Irish version of that? Oh, God. Absolutely not. Conte, Conte, Schlegug. Conte, That's where Westlife are from. Apparently, it's a bit of a posh place in Ireland. Lovely stuff. Well, and G4 came to... Oh, G4, man, of course. They were like the boy band, but they were like opera. Cool. G4 but, were iconic. They did Bohemian Rhapsody. It was I brilliant. think that's the year where I'm just like, don't know. Nah, don't I didn't know, care. Sorry. Um, series 2, though, mm-hmm. is when we get into Andy Abraham second, Loved Brenda him. Edwards fourth. Oh, who came third then? Journey South. Oh, yeah. I actually think this is when I started to properly understand what was going on. <laughs> I think I must have been 10. Yeah, 10 when that was on. So, And then Shane Ward, worthy winner. Fit as fuck at the time as well. Worthy, <laughs> worthy winner in Shane Ward, I agree. Um, not Andy Abraham, though. Oh, I loved him. I really loved him. Did you ever hear his Eurovision song? No, and can't even remember what he sounds like as a singer. I just remember yeah. liking him. Came last. But... Oh, that's... Well, UK. It was also the year of Chico. He was it really? It was. He came <gasps> fifth. Chico. I was watching a TV show recently where there was... A... He was in it. It was Geordie Shaw. I was watching the Geordie Shaw reunion series and they had a moment where they went and seen Chico. Not even joking. And I can't remember what happened. <laughs> Big fever dream, that, isn't it? It might have been an actual dream, but I'm sure it happened. I had a mad dream last night, and I know this is really annoying when people say that. I love it. I don't remember it. Oh. <laughs> but my, I write down my dreams when I remember them, and yes. sometimes they'll be paragraph on paragraph. Mm. Then some days it's just like, when they even did that and it was dead stupid <laughs> lol what am I <laughs> nothing's beaten my Sam Ryder dream like nothing's beaten it at this present moment uh, another one though from County Slugogug so there. I think Louis Walsh was just tapping into his contacts hold on let me see the English version of this place County Sligo Sligo yeah yeah that is where West Sligo and it was the Conway sisters don't remember them neither do I um, anything else from 2005 was this the series when Sharon chucked water over Louis could have been I don't know though, it could have been 2006. Iconic regardless. Well, we're going to move on to 2006, aren't we then? Um, 2006, acts, moments, nearly just whacked myself in the leg. <laughs> um, judges were, of course, the same, but apparently Paula Abdul was a guest. Don't remember that, but I love her. Don't recall that either. And I'm looking at this lineup, and unless you can think of anyone else, I only want to talk about the top two. So, yeah, I agree with you. <laughs> I don't know who any of them people are. So first, Ray Quinn. Yeah. Known for doing Dance on Ice about 12 times. Known for going back in Love Island as Paige. <laughs> <laughs> I remember that. <laughs> Literal doppelgangers in our midst. <laughs> I've 
absolutely. I uh, Ray Quinn was a bit of an icon, not gonna lie, but Leona Lewis has always had my heart. Ray Quinn was only eighteen at the time. And Leona Lewis was only 21? Oh my god. Leona yes. Lewis was my age when she was. What? I thought she was a fully grown woman. I mean, you're a fully grown man, I guess. But I'm not like, <laughs> if we're all being honest. <laughs> so yeah, good for them too. <laughs> Leona Lewis, though, made a proper career out of it, and it feels like the first time that has actually fully happened. That's. You think this was the first time it happened? Are you Look, saying in general? Because like, it's not true, you know, I'm going to kick off about that. But longevity. Eh. Leona Lewis did shit compared to Little Mix in One Direction. Yeah, but they came after. Oh, right, that's what I'm saying. Uh-huh. Yeah, totally. And you know what I think? I've said this before. Leona Lewis, to me, is a true X Factor winner. Like, when I think X Factor, like, if you had to pick the best winner, bearing in mind I'm a super fan of Little Mix, I would still say Leona Lewis. Like, that's iconic X Factor, in my opinion. There are some years where there are some sneaks, but I would definitely say Leona Lewis is an iconic one. Alexandra Burke. Alexandra Burke. Little Mix. Thing is, well, I don't think Little Mix are iconic X Factor winners. I just think they're iconic girl group in their own way outside of X Factor. Do you get what I mean? Upon reflection, (laughs) the winners are not that iconic. Well, I actually remember jumping ahead, tweeting in 2011 saying, love Little Mix, but don't want them to win because winners never get anywhere. How wrong I was. It's to do like the label and everything though as well, isn't it? And like how they're managed, because sometimes they're not managed by the same people if they don't win. Yeah, yeah. That works out better for them. Mm-hmm. Because Psycho. Mm. Mm. <laughs> um, 2007, speaking of non-winners, Leon Jackson won. <gasps> Bless him. I like when you believe, and oh, no. I'll say that forever. I'm not going to this again. Have you heard the Whitney and Mariah version? Yes. Have you? Yes. Okay. And you still prefer Leon? But I'd... Leon's is nostalgia. I never cared for it. And I said this before, this was one of the only, one of two years where I didn't watch it, so I don't really have much connection to that year in general. Ridium was on it, and who else? Hope. Ah, oh, nah, nah, I've got no clue. I've got no clue. <laughs> oh my god, look at that. Look at their, um, their Wikipedia. They were originally a six piece, but one was forced to step down after it was discovered she had an outstanding criminal conviction. <gasps> oh my god. <laughs> By the way, what was I doing in 2007 that was so important that I couldn't watch X Factor? I don't know, but here we go. More hope news. <laughs> Biggs, whoever that is, joined the group Parade. <gasps> Are they the ones that sang Louder? Yeah, I knew that actually. That's definitely in the back of my mind somewhere. So 2007, you've got Leon Jackson, Ridian, who came second, should have won probably. Uh, go bullshit, but, maybe. No, he came third. Same difference. Oh, of course! <laughs> oh god, I hated them. But that one song, what did it go like? That song that they released, it was called like We Are One or something. I don't remember it. Should together, we it? together. Well, da, 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 da. Can we put it on there? Yeah, I love it. But also, the same difference annoyed me because High School Musical had just come out the year before, and that's just what I felt like they were just trying to be High School mm-hmm. Musical because it was so successful. Right. But it didn't work for them. Right. But I did like that one song, it was really good. By the way, I'm not saying much because this was not my era. I just tapped into what I can remember. Or when I can remember the times when I'd watched the winner's single and I'd see Ridian for about two <laughs> seconds in black and white before Kate Thornton goes, Leon! Oh, can we talk about Kate Thornton, by the way? I absolutely loved her. Also, she totally didn't even notice that series. This was Dermot's first. Was it really? Yeah. Oh, that's interesting. Um, I loved Kate Thornton. I still do. I do as well. Fair enough. Glad she's had a little revival. Youngest ever editor of Smash Hits magazine. 
She's a journalist, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> 2008 is when I can start giving you shit. Yeah, me too. So this was a great year. One of the best, in my opinion. But just looking at this, I'm like, absolutely love. You had Laura White. Yeah. Who I remember. I remember wanting her to win for a little bit. And she went quite early as well. And she, she did some stuff. Did you though? She wrote New York Raining by Charles Hamilton and Rita Ora. I'm so happy for her. I've never heard that in my life. <laughs> well, I was slightly impressed. Oh my God, she's like literally a songwriter. I really like that. Shall we see what she's done? I mean, yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> Does anybody care about the songwriting credits of... Um, a little bit. The only bit's right. notable though. She's wrote two songs for Eurovision You Decide 2018. Oh, God. And she's wrote a song for Inner. Who? It's, it's, it's song on You know I'm not that culturally good with music. Like, as much as I love it. I don't uh, call it in-depth. First out were Bad Lashes. Do you remember that? Yeah, I do. I do. I do remember them. Um, but the top five is where it's all at for me, personally. Yes, Queen. Fifth place, Ruth Lorenzo. Loved her. Ruth Lorenzo went on to do things. Did she? She did Eurovision. Oh, for God's sake. <laughs> <laughs> and I didn't like that song she did there. Who else? Fourth place was, and I, I, I'm preparing to talk all about Diana Vickers. <gasps> Diana Vickers. Can we talk Arsh. about the time she managed to miss a week, which was a bit of a cheat because she had a bad thought and she couldn't get meet Mariah Carey. <laughs> That's not exactly what I wanted to talk about. So sad there was for her. So much about Diana Vegas. The oh, by the way, Lola, this is the second week in a row. Oh, that just come up. <laughs> She's popped back up again. That was the first time I ever saw somebody sing with no shoes on. Why are you mentioning everything I wanted to say? <laughs> <laughs> I want to talk about being barefoot. Yeah. An iconic bottom two moment. Bottom two moment? I just I feel like I remember it being really tragic. I don't remember it. I just remember it being bad. Maybe we need to watch it back. Um, I really liked her in hindsight. And at the time I was like, oh, she's irritating because she was like the first person to sing mm-hmm. cursive and that. But now I think she's kind of cool. Her? <laughs> and a little romance with Yuan Quig. Who we're going to talk about next. Who came to that. But we want to talk about her missing Mariah. I know. So first of all, Deva for her. Like, <laughs> she said Deva. Deva. If... I've been saying <laughs> Deva loads today, you know. I think I picked it up from you. <laughs> Probably. I was always saying Deva. Literally Deva though. <laughs> like, if you missed Mariah fucking Carey. Lich. But at the same time, bit of a cheat. Because she had the bad thought, she didn't get performed, she automatically got through to the next week. And I was like, mm. I don't know about giving people a bye. How come they didn't do that for Cher Lloyd when she was at Judge's Houses? Actually, I think they did. They did. They fucking right. <laughs> 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 okay, anyway, on who? He's called Owen Quigg. Thanks. But I like you called Chloe and Chloe. Yeah, you're going from County Is he from Sligo as well? No. <laughs> so yeah, the relationship, I want to talk about X-Factor relationships and I'm thinking you ones from 2016 who will get to mm. and Young Quig and Diana Vicarage. They were so cute. And <laughs> how old was I in 20, 2008? I must have been about 13 or something. And I remember being so jealous because I hadn't had a boyfriend at that point. Mm-hmm. I didn't get my first boyfriend until I was like 13, which is probably a normal age in hindsight. But um, I remember there was like a clip of them on an extra factor where they were kissing and Diana Vickers like pulled her cap down to hide them kissing. I was like, oh, I wish I had a boyfriend I could do that That's with. a bit funny, that like. <laughs> wish I could kiss the guy behind a cap. <laughs> Literally hide a cap so no one sees. But they must have been children when you think about it. Yeah. How old were they? 
He was definitely a child. 16 and 17. Oh, bless them. I know, love. Imagine if they got married, they didn't, but... JLS and Alexander Burke, top two then. Uh, We spoke a bit about that in the last one, but we didn't talk about one of the unifying moments. One of the moments that made this podcast become... We did talk about it? We spoke about it in episode one. Oh. But we didn't speak about it in regards to this. It was JLS. Merry Christmas. (laughs) Just a very it. special place. Merry Christmas. I don't remember that moment when you said it. I just remember you saying that. I don't remember happened. it either, but oh, what a time. 2008 X Factor was just popping. Popping. We need to talk about Beyonce. And Alexandra. Oh, we kind of did already, we actually. We did. We did, so... Amazing, 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 amazing. Job done. <laughs> and we might... We have another potty in the canon, but I'm not going to mention it because it's probably a long way away. Don't but... even know what it is. <laughs> Alexandra oh. Burke will feature a lot. Mm, yes. And also, can we talk about there was an elephant in oh the room? Oh my god! Bring also, it she's the also also she's got another moment coming. Okay. Dot com. Exactly. That is still. We <laughs> I love her. Though. I love her. Um, but yeah, I just think she just brought it over here, didn't she? What elephant in the room? Uh-huh. Yeah, I never heard that saying before. Alexandra Burke. There was an elephant in the room and he like Christine Blakely or whatever go ah was it Christine Blakely? I don't know Alex Jones no not on Daybreak I do not know who remembers Daybreak not me never Um, awake at that time 2009 XC Factor now this this Huns is iconic especially if you lived in South Shields in 2009 which I did because you couldn't turn a corner Without a poster, a giant life-size poster, vote for Joe. Every mm. single shop you went in. Every single one. People were just accosted on the street. I need to talk about something I'm sure I definitely would have told you about, but I need to tell the listeners about 2009 X Factor and me. I'm ready. <laughs> you said that with some determination. <laughs> I didn't actually. It sounded a bit half <laughs> Anyway, basically... Do you remember the bit on X Factor where they would go home for a bit and they would normally do like a concert at Temple Park and Usually shows. like final week vibes, wasn't it? Yeah. And I'm sure this actually only started on Joe McElroy's year or I just didn't care before because none of them were from around here. And they used to always do the concerts at Temple Park. You don't even know what Temple Park is, do you? Of course but... I do. We used to frequent. I swam there a lot. What were you doing in Shields? <laughs> <laughs> it's only like 10 minutes down the road. I know, but when I think about like... Me, I miss children. Temple Park so much. That's actually baffled me that you know I what Temple the park, park is. I miss the slides. I, I can't miss get over this. The little rope thing you used to climb up outside. Yeah. And I miss the baths. I'm shocked that you went. Okay, 2009 was <laughs> the shit. It was the shit because there was only three acts on this whole list that I don't. Really. And they're the three who went out first. And who are they? Candy Rain. Oh, yes. Bad. Ricky Loney. He was the one with the pointy eyebrow. He had a really pointy eyebrow. They haven't got wikis, so I can't see Just Google him. Pointy eyebrows. And Miss Frank. Don't remember them. So... Were they a girl band? It sounds like it, didn't it? Do I remember his pointy eyebrow? I don't think I do. It's because every time I do something we have my eyebrow, I have a pointy eyebrow, and I always say I look like Ricky from Expect. <laughs> no one knows what I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll remember that. <laughs> I will um, but eliminated fourth ninth place it is a crying shame that we only heard this what like what four times Rachel Adadeji <gasps> oh what queen I love this woman so much Rachel Adadeji and I love it to this day as well really 
because um, she was in Hollyoaks. Was she? I have my Hollyoaks era. She was Lisa Loveday. She got murdered <laughs> on the dance floor. <laughs> At a wedding, I think. Um, anyway, I always follow the life and times of her and her husband, and she put a good video up in lockdown where like, it was literally carnage. What was happening? She just her kids were screaming while she was singing. Oh, bless just, her. She just seems like an icon. She just seems like a nice person. Like, she's like completely like coming to her own over yes. the years, and like I love that for her. Can I say and something? And she was in Doctors. What the fuck? What's going on? I Rachel had a dengue. Um, can I ask you a question? Not ask you a question, just mention something. Marie, no, I'm joking. I've got to let that go. <laughs> let Marie go, right? <laughs> right, Marie, you, you can leave now. You've heard about Jeeves. <laughs> she's not becoming Ask Marie. Um, what does Marie look like <laughs> Who do you picture Marie as? I picture dark hair, Bob. Me too! <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. Literally same. Anyway... Can we talk about the fact that the year before was um, the first year when they started releasing the charity singles, which was iconic, they're all still in my Spotify, and they did, for 2008, they did Hero. Heroes, yeah. No, just Hero. When a hero comes <laughs> no. along. <laughs> no plural, just the one hero. <laughs> Then 2009, they did You Are Not Alone. <laughs> that was very, um, that clip from the hit list where the guy goes, Unfaithful wasn't on that album. I don't know what you mean. Do you remember when it was on the hit list? It was that guy and they were like, Oh my God, a good girl yes. gone bad. And she was like, it's not that one, but she was like, oh, I think it must have been on that album. Yes. And he goes, actually, Unfaithful <laughs> wasn't on that album. Literally, yes. Also, I was singing that Rihanna song today because what? I was Rihanna prepping for this episode. Rihanna song? Unfaithful? I've never heard it. Unfaithful? Oh, Unfaithful. I love Unfaithful. Do you know why I'm going to talk about it in like two minutes? No. Okay. Well, but I just need to quickly mention, 2009 had Rihanna All Alone, 2010 had Heroes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. In 2011... Had wishing on a star, which was so bad, and then they never did never it again. Did it again. Mm. Crimes against humanity. Um, but like, I've got a theory, right? What was good about these early X Factors was they didn't put too many people in the final. Like, it wasn't a too many cook spoil of broth. But you get later on, and there was like sixteen in the final. Yeah. There's only twelve here. I forgot to tell you. It's concentrated icons. Yes. Sorry to be messy, <laughs> but I never told you my story about me and 2009 X Factor. Well, we're still talking about 2009 <laughs> X Factor, if you'd like to see it. <laughs> Am I drunk from two glasses? <laughs> Am I mad? I need a refill. Uh, no, I'm not. Um... <laughs> we do need a refill, though. <laughs> Shall I wait, then? Keep going. <laughs> <laughs> it's, all, it's getting on. I know. That's my bedtime, Ian. I was on a double page spread in the middle of the Gazette, Shields Gazette, because when they returned home on X Factor, Joel McKelvey t- returned home to Shields, and I got a phone call from my friend saying there's loads of people outside Joel McKelvey's house, apparently it's in there, are you coming down? So I went down, bearing in mind I was like 13, 14, I was 14, and I stood outside of Joel McKelvey's house, and the literally like blinds flickered, and everyone like screamed. <laughs> His man came out to thank everyone for the support and we got a massive picture for the Gazette and I would love to find that picture again. And we all did the X Factor sign with my hands. <laughs> John McKelvey's man. I would love to see that. I might go to the library and see if they've got it. So fifth out, and this remember this was a crime at the time, everyone was pretty distraught. Lucy Jones 
Oh yeah, I didn't care though. Got booted over Jedwards. It was oh, I did care, of course. So I didn't necessarily care for Lucy Jones. Another Eurovision, isn't yeah. she? And like the other person now. Oh, she does everything. But it was the Jedward thing, wasn't it? The fact that yeah. But Jedward had more in the tank. I know, and I, and I was an eight-year-old child, and would I rather see someone who was actually good but didn't yep. have the dynamism of Jedward? I agree. I don't think I would. So no. I wasn't. I wasn't mad personally. I wasn't. Um, Jamie Archer. Yeah. Big I afro. Liked, liked Jamie he was Archer. Good. It was a good year, this wasn't it? And then Jedward went, but they finished sixth overall. Mm. Another Eurovision. Jedward really did it twice. Did they do it for Ireland? Interesting. We'll watch them later. Lipsticks are true. I do actually know that song. Exactly. I haven't heard it since it probably came out. Now, if I was to say someone was undeserved of... Undeserved. (laughs) Undeserved, undeniably. Top five, it would be Lloyd Daniels. I loved Lloyd Daniels. But fifth place in this year? He couldn't sing. But... (laughs) I was in love with him as a 14 year old girl and he was a blonde right, guy that's with your hair that and he checks. sang Crazy Little Thing Called Love by Queen and I literally melted. I get that. I loved him. Maybe that was his audience. It was. Um, I think I voted for him. Daniel Johnson, fourth. Daniel's uh, postcode lottery and all that. I didn't like him. Another Eurovision link, he did you decide. Did he? He tried to represent us and his mic was off and it was oh. hilariously bad. So I'm going to put that on later too. Bloody hell. Why did you think you were just playing this in a while? fucking up my war girl stuff. I'm not putting them in the playlist. Oh, that's like, good. That's good. Because it's a shit song. And also he did Postcode Lottery. Yeah. Someone's knocking on the door. Someone's, Someone's ringing, ringing the, the bell. bell. Um, Stacey Solomon, do we have three hours to talk about how much I love Stacey I Solomon. love her too but I will say I think everybody forgets that she got, came from X Factor I think she came from Iceland prawn rings yeah she did but like everyone forgets and then she came from I'm a celebrity didn't she yeah exactly queen because a couple of times she's been mentioned on The Masked Singer and everyone goes remember she can sing and you're like yeah I know exactly she wasn't as iconic on X Factor yeah, no, she did have a ditzy personality though, didn't she? But it just wasn't as over the top. Mm. And she was a great singer. And then the top two, Joe McAldry and Ollie Murs. Didn't like Ollie Murs at the time, but I will say when he became solo, not solo, he's never in a band, when he released music, I really loved his early stuff. And it made sense that he maybe should have won. I will not have that said about my Joe McAldry. <laughs> but I'm saying that from the perspective of he was big. Oh, of course he was bigger, but I think we've said this before. You're not going to back down on this, so... And I don't think... Yeah. I think Joe McKelvey's amazing. And it, Ambitions, his first song after the X Factor, it should have been bigger. It was amazing. It's a good song. I love Joe McKelvey. He's an icon. 2010? Now, 2010 for me is genuinely one of the best years of X Factor. One Only of the like... best, but this is where it starts to go wrong because the 16, four wild cards. Wild didn't, cards, I forgot about them. Didn't overcomplicate it. I know. But it did give us Wagner. Oh, I literally could not care less about that. And it Wagner. gave us Tracy and Reddy. That's true. Because they booted her originally and then did they brought they? her back as a wild card. Eee, so who else was a wild card? Paige Richardson. Yeah, love him. And Diva Fever. Don't know who they are. Don't know who they are either. <laughs> <laughs> they went out fourth. Okay. Icons, Aidan Grimshaw. Yeah, cried every time. Cried every time, and there's that clip of him on Extra Factor when 
Connie Hook, who we're going to mm. spend a good half an hour on in a minute. Um, Connie Hook asks who he wants to win, and he goes, Rebecca. And she goes, well, you did say One Direction before, though. <laughs> and she like makes the whole situation so awkward. And it's like, yeah. why would you do that? Um, so also, she's hosting Pointless at the minute. Are you watching? Yeah, you know, I've never watched Pointless. She's so amazingly love awkward. Love her a bit. Do you know she's written a lot of Black Mirror episodes? Can we talk about her? <laughs> <laughs> I yeah. could talk all day long about Connie Hook. She is my icon of the world. I do love her. I will use any excuse to watch her Extra Factor Best Bits, um, which is available on YouTube. Mm. A lot of great moments. Who replaced her? Ollie and Caroline. No way. There's no way she was going... No way, yeah, yes, actually, you're right, yeah. Because there was... And before that, was there was Fern Cotton. Was there? Did you, do you not know that? Nah. On extra, and did you not ever see the video of when she's like running around in a revolving door and it smashes <laughs> right in her face? No. You've never seen that? I didn't even know that was a thing. Well, at a toaster pop culture on Instagram, <laughs> go and watch the video of Fern Cotton and a door smashing in her face. I loved Connie Hook though, and my memory of her is when she presented Zayn Malik with a pencil case. Which is spelled his name Z Z Z E I N, which I found out is the correct way to spell his name, but he always stylized it with the Y, mm-hmm. and he kicked off. Mm. She was just being kind, and it was like he had his name on. They it. didn't like her though, because there's a clip. Who One Direction? <laughs> I shouldn't say that. They've never outright said they don't like her. But there's a clip in the best bits where she's talking, and they went, "Ah, oh, has it been bad this week without? I don't remember what member was, but it's like without Nile, and." They said, oh, yeah, whatever. And then she, she goes, oh, anyway. Um, <laughs> and, and you can see then the back, like, taking the mick out of her. Oh, it's so bad. No. Like, the whole thing, like, if you could find that. There's one where uh, she's talking to the friends and family. And the mum is like, well, Connie asks, so that was a, clearly a very emotional song for her. And she was like, yeah, it's a, it's a very personal song for her. And Connie goes, okay, but why was she crying? <laughs> And she wants goes again. She's like, it's it's a very personal song. It's it's a, it's a family thing. And she goes, yeah, but you know why? <laughs> <laughs> like, notice the cue. Like, perfect journalist. Honestly, she is incredible. And there's the one of Wagner when mm-hmm. he goes home, and he goes, I am with God. So who is against me? Yeah. And Connie goes, atheists. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I love that. Thing. And also, sorry, I could go on all day. <laughs> Uh, we should just do an episode on Connie Hook. Um, there's the one where she tells them all in week one that they're going to be on tour and they're all <gasps> celebrating. And then she yes. goes, only the ones that get through. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh, just watch that whole thing if you want a good laugh. Oh, and the one where she tells Danny she's taking her eye off the ball. What? She says, because they're doing the bit where, remember when people used to call yeah. in on the X Factor? Uh-huh. And there's one where she must have had two acts in the bottom. And Connie goes, it's it's really hard, isn't it, when you know you take your eye off the ball? And Danny goes, well, I don't think I took my eye off the ball. <laughs> yeah. And it's like proper awkward. Yeah. But Connie meant the callers take their eye off the oh. ball. And when someone's forgettable, they don't vote. Mm. But Danny had mistook it. And Cheryl was like, I think she meant the callers. Ah, uh, yeah. So... <laughs> Anyway, watch the whole thing. I can't talk about her anymore because we're all day. I have to talk about One Direction. So, 
I've got, I used to have a DVD. Do you remember the film that they brought out that was called This Is Us? Mm-hmm. It was basically a documentary about them. And something always sticks in my mind from that DVD. And when Simon Cowell talks about how amazing they are, and then he goes, but they came third. And then does his face as if to say, like, go figure. When really, Simon, if we literally look back at One Direction on X Factor, they were shit. They were shit. Like, they did obviously do probably the best out of anyone that's And I done. think even their fans would admit they were a bit. They were terrible. Like, remember the Viva La Vida one when Niles just going, ah. Horrendous. Horrendous. <laughs> it was really bad. And I remember thinking they were cute at the time, which I think is where a lot of the fan base came mm. from. But yeah, they were very good. Um, and then, yeah, they've turned out to be who they are today, so I guess that's a big deal, but. Can we talk about Katie Wessel? I love her. I do too. She would be in the bottom every week. I and know. there was one week when she literally just sat down and begged them to keep her in. <gasps> I know, I know. <laughs> Iconic. Love her. Um, one particular moment I wanted to mention was Rihanna coming out with Matt Cardle. Yes. And singing Unfaithful. Oh, of course. How could I forget? Exactly. How could I forget? That was great. I great. think, once again, that was another case of duet sealing the deal. I'm sure that got loads of Ofcom complaints, you know. Did it? Pretty positive, because apparently Rihanna was acting a bit too, oh, like, raunchy. Oh, it was a raunch, wasn't it? Yeah, raunch, raunch. Raunchy who? <laughs> you literally. <laughs> um, and also, uh, when Harry Styles said, Mark Arnold, think about how much pussy, pussy you're going to get. <laughs> I'm so glad you brought that up, I nearly forgot about that. And did Mark Arnold get any pussy? Do we have confirmation on that? <laughs> <laughs> well, you work with Mel C. Ah, well. <laughs> <laughs> um, what? When did you work with Mel C? What are you talking about? He did about? a song with that called, like, Losing You or something. He never had to check That's, that like, literally back of my brain knowledge. No if way. I got any of that wrong, I would have preferred a re-record of When You're Gone. I would as well. It would have been uh, Loving You, of course not. I'll have a look. It's only had 5.4 milli views. That's actually kind of Um... Other notable names, there's still a few left. Um, Cher Lloyd by Cher Lloyd or Becky G Dubs. Do you know what? I was obsessed with Cher Lloyd and I still am. I was obsessed with... She clearly had a brand going in. Yeah. And it was like, I'm going to mention swag and wear the most <laughs> awful clothes you've ever seen in How your life. How dare you say that? No <laughs> clothes. And she'd pop her head in a bun and she'd go, <sighs> I'm about to turn my swag on. You don't understand. I was obsessed I used to download all of our X Factor performances and put them on the iPod. <laughs> Especially Stay, because she, she used to rap, didn't she? And then she did Stay by Shakespeare's sister and she sang. And we all wish she didn't rap. <laughs> I, I, must, I must disagree with you. <laughs> That's who I was trying to be when I was like, right. I can rap. In hindsight, she was iconic, but at the time I wasn't a fan. Oh no, I was like, I'm not even joking, obsessed. I used to put pictures of Army Tumblr. This was when I started to just hate people for the crack. And it was very toxic of me. I was obsessed with there was that. no reason why I would hate Sher Lloyd, but I'd, I. But they did whip you into the idea that she was awful. Yeah, you were meant to hate her, but I didn't. Plus, she was only sixteen. Exactly, it was very hard. And I still love her. Just have to do a shout out. Absolutely love her now. And do you know she's got so many good songs out at the minute. Yes. Well, not at the minute actually. They're actually kind of old, but like. I know what ones you mean though, yeah. Yeah, like the ones from like 2018 and stuff. Yeah, she's dead good. And I loved her music post X Factor. Me too. So I, I did a full, I did a full one eighty when With Your Love came out. <gasps> yeah. I've added it to War Girl already. Because <laughs> it came on today and I was like, true. Have I not told you the story about, um, what's, it's not With Your Love, it was before that. Oh my God, what's it called? The one which is like, do I sound like a helicopter? <laughs> At the end. 
remember the things I do when I give first. And know it. And now you're doing them with her. What's it oh, called? Oh, hang on. I'm off to find that. I want you back. It's called Want You, want back, you back with a U. Um, so me and my boyfriend at the time split up and he got with his new girlfriend. And I literally sang that song thinking about them. <laughs> and then I told said boyfriend, listen to the song Splat. So that's the one where it's like, I want you, want you back. And it's cool. Like, yeah. <laughs> and it's like, remember all the things that you and I did first? Oh, such a bitch, me. Two more people I want to talk about. One who I thought was an icon. This was also the year they changed it to the over 28. Um, but I think that was because they wanted to keep Wagner and Tesco Mary. Mm. Can we talk about Tesco Mary? I don't know what that's saying. She was just yeah. a gal, wasn't she? She was working she at was Tesco's. Nice. Now, I would like to, for this year, bring up the X Factor group performances. I was just about to say that. Because I have a vivid memory of Tesco Mary singing Telephone. No, So What by Pink. Oh, really? Because she opens up with, I just lost my husband. Oh, yes. It was Tesco Mary, and it's like, lol. But they did Telephone as well, right? Yeah, they did do Telephone. Yeah, because I remember Katie Weasel. Actually kind of good, though. But I actually (laughs) used to live for the group performances on a Sunday. But didn't they eventually stop them? They did stop them eventually. Again, crimes against humanity. Bring them back. Well, bring X back my back. <laughs> First. Aye, why? If they did bring it back, I hope it would just be naff as. I think they stopped it as well because not everyone has the same style, so it wouldn't make sense to make them all sing one song, but that's what was good about it. Mm-hmm. Tracy Cohen was literally the punching bag of X Factor. Got booted the first year. Ginger yeah. said, just come back. Was the meme of the time with I'm ready. Mm-hmm. Didn't get picked, but then got picked as a wild card. And then just got looked over the whole time. Justice, Justice for Tracy, for Tracy Cohen. Cohen. Um, do you remember that one? Connie Hook. Oh, when uh, <laughs> there was a recurring moment when they'd crossed Tracy Cohen. And she'd be like, look at Tracy. Doesn't she look stunning anyway? <laughs> and like every week she'd just like completely glaze over her, bless her. Aww. Tracy Cohen was literally the punching bag of X Factor. Got booted the first year. Ginger says, has come back. Was the meme of the time with I'm ready. Mm -hmm. Didn't get picked, but then got picked as a wild card. And then just got looked over the whole time. Justice for Tracy Tracy Cohen. Cohen. (laughs) 2011, because we'll be here tomorrow. If I don't go to this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, It's going to be speed round towards the end, though. Because this is when it... As much as I love it. Uh, it does start to fall off from it. 2010 was the year when I had more to say. Me too. Uh, two shoes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Frankie Kokosa <laughs> getting booted. Love Frankie Kokosa briefly. High drama when he got the chop. Oh my God, yes it was, wasn't it? High and drama. And that's how they brought back Amelia Lilly because she was a wild card because they had to replace Frankie Kokosa. Mm. I think they always saw something in Amelia Lilly though. I th- that's mm. why she came back, went, and come back again. Yeah. Because I don't think they ever wanted her to go in. Nah, she was kind of good, to be honest. And then in that year were... I could probably name everyone from that year. Well, why don't you just lead the way then? Well, there was a lassie called Sophie something. There was... Habibis. Yeah, there was Craig. <gasps> Sophie Habibis, iconic moment when she got sent home was the week when Kelly Rowland called in sick <gasps> and yes. Alexandra Burke covered as a judge yes. leading to okay.com. get your facts correct okay.com <laughs> thank you can I just say as much love Alexandra Burke I remember watching it and thinking what's going on like she was Literally. acting dead weird she had a pen in her hand like it was just weird <laughs> she came with notes yeah she came like when we actually prepare 
sounds awful, but I feel like she came thinking, like, if I do this well, I'll be permanent. I'll be permanent. Unfortunately, that didn't happen, but... Um, so, that weekend, Kelly Rowland, both her acts were in the bottom as Misha Bay and Sophie, and they rang her up to decide who was going to go home. Yeah. And she puts on proper sick voice, and she's like... <laughs> the person that I'm going to send home <laughs> is Sophie. Made even funnier by the fact she could have took it to deadlock. Yeah. She still decides to send one of her own home. I know. Awful. Um, Johnny Robinson. Yeah, Johnny Robinson. <laughs> Loved him. Have you seen Johnny Robinson's new music? No, what? We'll put that on later. Uh, Kitty Brooknell. Yeah, no, I actually thought she was quite good. And she made friends with Lady Gaga and that was like... The moment for her. She was very Poundland Lady Gaga, like. Yeah, yeah. That was definitely why but she was there. Lady Gaga made friends because Lady Gaga performed. Do you remember that? Okay. Okay. <laughs> uh, Craig Colton. I yeah. remember watching his audition and going, "He's gonna win." Aye, and me too. Didn't. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> Thought he was an icon. And then tell you what, Diana Vickers walked so Janet Devlin could. Oh win. my God! Yes. I. This was another one of my irrational hates. <laughs> I like that because at the time, like the whole cardigan vibe was very much where I was at. It wasn't where I was. In 2000. I wasn't there yet, so I didn't get yeah, it. Yeah, I quite liked her. And then Misha B. You know, I'm not a big fan of Misha B. You know, I love Misha B. I do. And I support her all the way, and I think Home Run is one of the greatest songs ever written. And that's your decision. <laughs> <laughs> and top three were. I can see it, I can see it. Amelia Lilly, Marcus Collins, and Lil Mix. Good top three, that. Yeah. But was. I would put Amelia Lilly over Marcus. But I think Amelia Lilly and Lil Mix kind of sucked up the same crowd. Very true. But also, I think you're really not giving Marcus Collins enough credit. He was really good. And he was different because he used to sing like the really old songs, like the uh, That's why Motown I like and shit. I, I did. didn't give a fuck. Oh, no, I really liked him. And him and Jade Burwell are still very close friends. As a little mixed fan, and obviously we'll talk about them more. In I know, I feel like I can't say too much because I'll go on forever. The one thing I want to say is, when in the series do you mm-hmm. think they became just a little band called Rhythmics mm-hmm. to, oh, these are kind of good? I know exactly when, right? I do too. I, and think. I, know, I think it's going to be the same. It was actually the week that they changed their name. It's like they had to change their name and they just suddenly got better. It was Halloween week and they came out and they did E.T., dressed as the dolls, the choreo, the makeup, and the vocals, most importantly, painting. After AT, they went and got a little bit sh- like back to being a bit shit, and then they came out and did What's It Gonna Be. So there was like two big moments. So AT was definitely, as soon as they turned it a little mix, I think it was a massive game changer. 100% agree there. But then too. obviously, they had that break in between AT and What's It Gonna Be. Where the, is it even called that? What's It Gonna Be? I think it Don't is. Don't Let Go. Don't Let Go, yeah. Um, they had a break in between those two where they seemed to drop down a bit and go back to being shit and like kind of mm. everyone lost a bit of faith but then oh what when they came out with don't let go so this is it week seven was when they did don't let go and that was the first time they won the vote yeah what do you think about et though they came second that week et was brilliant and that was brilliant yeah so i think you're right there the two but janet devlin won the first five weeks yeah I remember she, was she was destined really well. to win yeah, and, and then, then just fell off a bit. Yeah, I love looking at that and thinking, God, look mm-hmm. how it all changed. Because when Amelia Lilly came back, people were living. Really? She won the first week to come back. I remember it being good. So yeah, big. Um, twenty twelve. 
Who would you like to talk about first in 2012? I didn't watch it that year. Oh, you didn't. But I will say, that was the year where I watched the auditions and then I stopped watching it. So I remember a lot from the audition. That was Zoe Alexander, Ella Henderson's beautiful audition. Mm. James Arthur's was pretty iconic. But I don't know anything about the live show apart from, you know what I'm going to say, my favourite moment of all time, when Nicole Scherzinger takes the mic. Because her mic wasn't working. And this was when they stopped getting good people to do the duets and they just let the just judges do it. Just to do it. And she stole his mic. Like it's his moment. Shocking. But yeah, when, when she did a shift at Asda, she had a little yeah. scanner in her hand. Yeah. At the yoghurt aisle. Um, anyone, there's a few in here where I'm a bit like, Meh. Um, Lucy Spraggan, but she dropped out. Did she? I always thought she was Britain's Got Talent. Why did I always think she was Britain's Got Talent? So did I, now that you mention it. But she isn't. Lucy Spraggan of Tea and Toast and following me on Twitter. And BFA. Another one. Not another one. (laughs) (laughs) And Christopher Maloney off of following me on Twitter. What? Not another one. (laughs) What's going on? What do you mean? I'm a big fan. Please follow. Not all the time though. Lucy Spraggan and Christopher Maloney weren't that. More icons from 2012. Nobody. <laughs> Nay, fucker. You um, said all of them? No, I have not. I've not even scratched Ella Henderson, the job done. Ella Henderson went too soon. Oh, yes, robbed. Rylan. Oh, God. Fucking hell. Kim Fifth. Always forget about Rylan. Still a big fan of Rylan to this day. Very glad he got to become the name he became. Me too. I feel like X Factor was very much his platform there. I'm so glad that, yeah, it happened for him. And Union J. Oh yeah, cool. And James Arthur won. Do you know I've seen Union J live by accident once? <laughs> <laughs> I was out on a night out in Newcastle and I went to Powerhouse. Do you know the gay club? Right. And well, like, do I have to be an enemy to get in here? Because it's the first time I'd ever been. They were like, yeah, it's £12. And we were like, £12? And they were like, it's not normally that much, but you and JR performing. And we were like, all right. <laughs> so we paid the £12 and went in and we didn't have a fucking clue what was going on. <laughs> You know, I had a dream last night that Emily Sunday was performing in McDonald's. <laughs> Put some justice on her name. Do you know that the picture of us meeting that? Do you remember them pictures uh-huh. at uni? I've got mine printed out and it's not because I'm crossing the stage getting my degree. It's because I've got to meet Emily Sunday. I really want, you know how you had to just say thank you with your hand uh-huh. and that was it. I just yeah. wanted to whisper, Billy, that beautiful as tune. <laughs> oh, I picked that one. No. <laughs> Will I fuck? I don't... I'm not, like... I love that song. So you're not hardcore? <laughs> so you not. don't like Starlight? I've never heard that in my life. Exactly. <laughs> um, 20, 2013, we had Rough Copy. Oh my God, I was obsessed with them. And a family would be, so I said. And sorry seems to be the hardest word. What year is this? 13. Was it really? Um, sorry, it seems to be the hardest way by Elton John, and they did a beautiful job, and they sang "Hit the Road, Jack." And they did, oh, I love them. I love them. Sorry, I'm glad. I just forgot about them, so I'm really happy to hear about them. Were you as enthused about Kingsland Road? Yeah, I like them too. Wait, no, were they? No, they were Kingsland Road. Boy band. I'm thinking of um, Five After Midnight. They were good. Yeah. So who's Kingsland Road? Then that sounds like a bride. Um, <laughs> Abby Alton. Sister of the pod. Sister of the pod. <laughs> no, I'm going to join. No relation. She only had one hour. You didn't even get that connection, did you? 
What? That will have the same surname? Yes. Oh, my God. Yeah, I didn't like her. <laughs> Enough to your sis. Um, <laughs> Sam Callahan. <laughs> he still pops up on shit. Ah, he does? I wasn't bothered at the time. Mm. He was one I hated. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, Tamira Foster. Loved her. And you Loved, still do, don't still you? Still do. She's got a song called... I never listen to our new stuff. And it looks I love, don't it? I'm scared it might not be your thing. But she's got a song I called... I was a big fan of hers on X Factor. Romeo, I want to say. And it's so good. Big fan. I must listen. I must... I need to put this on my playlist. And yeah, she's just she's dead good. Dead good today. Really glad this was a moment. Because I think it was a long time after X Factor when people were like, why was Tamira Foster not big? Yeah. And then she started releasing music and it's doing well. And we'll, we love to see it. I loved her. I just loved her. And the top three were Sam Bailey. Yeah. I think it was written in the stars that she was winning. Oh, absolutely. She was really good as well. Nicholas McDonald. Okay. <laughs> Are we allowed to say sneak? Because I think we're all thinking it. We're all thinking it. And I'm pretty sure he's married now, which is weird. Did Louis Walsh ever win? He won no, with, did, did he win with Shane Ward? He won with Shane Ward. They did another... Cine- I forgot about the other celebrity version. They did a celebrity version in 2006. Oh, yeah. And he won that. And yeah, that was it. Shane Ward with won who? it. Uh, Lucy Benjamin from EastEnders. Dana. I think. Um... Okay, 2014 next. Mm-hmm. A few funny moments from 2014. Well, just a few notable moments. Oh, we didn't mention Fagash Breath. Oh my god, how could we forget? High drama when that dropped. Yeah. Oh, that was so bad. Did you feel bad for her? Yeah. I was like, Gary Barlow, you little bastard. Exactly. And also, just that year in general was iconic, you know, 2011 was quite good. Was that definitely 11? Mm. Oh, I don't know, it could have been 12, but by the way, I really wanted to live in that X like the house, but that I write that. I wish we saw more of it. Me too. I just think that could have been a great TV show in the making, but it just didn't happen. Instead of extra fact, I could have had that. Exactly, agree. 2014, I can't wait to talk about Only the Young. <gasps> Only the Young! Only the Young! I was hoping the week after they got eliminated, he would show up again. He did. Did he? I'm sure he carried You do it the it week off. after for the crash. I'm sure when they were gone. I don't know if it was actually him, but somebody shouted it. Wait, someone would, wouldn't they? Like well, I shouted it every week. Exactly. <laughs> from me, That's from what I'm saying, you should do. Also, I, I did actually quite like them, but I didn't like them as people. They seemed really mean. <laughs> <laughs> I felt like they would bully us if they knew us, but I told you before that I loved the Monster Mash when they did that. Yeah, that's what I wanted to talk about specifically. Yeah. I just liked them. I thought they were good. Someone had it. <laughs> I think I was probably the only one like, I, like I wasn't. It. Well, they got kind of far. I like they got oh, seven. Um, Lola Saunders. Oh. <laughs> I met her in Sunderland, by the way. Pretend I didn't know who she was. But really, I did. She told us I was a bitch and I kicked off. <laughs> Do you remember Stephanie Nala? Yeah, and I really liked she her. She was robbed. I think about her actually quite often. And I'll tell you for why. Because she was on Britain's Got Talent first with that group, the Luminites, mm-hmm. and the song, I think it was an original song called Hurt So Good. Mm-hmm. And that's one of them songs that goes around and around in my head on loop. Don't you know that it hurts so good? Do you remember it? No. Oh! <laughs> Add it to the clips. I remember the Luminites though. Yeah, they were brilliant. So when she came on, I was like, oh my god, because that's one of them clips I watch all the time. Mint, but I think she was pretty robbed. 
the lunar shines. How dare you? I just wanted to say it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember a thing. So amazing. Um, Chloe Jasmine. Oh my god. Off of Icon on Celebrity Big Brother, really, not yeah. X Factor. Yeah. Uh, Jay Quickenden. Hey god, I used off to of doing a lot of things. Um, Jay, I used to get a game from X Factor. Very true. Uh, Stevie Ritchie. Oh yeah. I'm a fan of Stevie Ritchie, I'm just going to say. Follows me on Twitter. What the hell? <laughs> <laughs> What's going on? Well, hopefully you'll see this episode. Did you message him? I'll, drop, I'll have to drop him a DM. Did you I? tell him, oh my God, you should. I dare you, right, to DM every single person we've mentioned that follows you from X Factor and tell them to listen to the podcast. <laughs> I swear to God, that's a dare. And also... Only if they'll come on. I didn't care if they did or not. I just wanted to <laughs> Actually, do you want an interview with Stevie Ritchie, guys? I don't think you would go. <laughs> I can arrange that, my friend. Stereo Kicks. Oh, my God. I don't remember or care about any of their stuff other than, and we might have spoke about this last week, the week they got stage we invaded. We did talk about it, the stage invasion. June, you are not alone. I have to stop. And that was the comedian guy who does it yeah. all the time. What's he called again? Lee. I want to say Lee as well, but I can't remember his name. Yeah, nobody has seen anyone. Nelson? Mm, yeah, I think that's right. But can I just say a couple of things about Stereo Kicks? How old was I in 2014? I was definitely too old to be as obsessed as I was with that group of young lads. Mm. I was obsessed with them all. I fancied most of them, even though I was far too old. I thought they were amazing. And I found out that they had been kicked out before I'd watched it and I cried. And I still watched their... You know when you go on YouTube and it's like every single X Factor performance, I do that for Stereo Kicks. And then, and then, they released their own solo song called Love Me So, which nobody cared about, but I did. I love it. And then, one of them went on to get with Marley from Johnny Shaw. Exactly. And they had a baby. Exactly. And that's the end of my fangirl moment. I'm glad you were able to have that moment. <laughs> um. 2015. <laughs> I'm not with 14. Oh, fuck, now what else you got to say? Right. Does shit you? Good performance. Iconic performance. Oh, I asked Funk. Exactly what I was going to say. I asked Meg, who wants a shout out. There's your shout oh, out. Oh, fuck now, Meg. <laughs> <laughs> shout, out to, shout out to Meg, friend of the pod. What did you ask her? I asked her for iconic X Factor performances, and that was the first one she thought of. Mm, Uptown I, uh... Funk is the first one. And I get it because I remember at the time everyone was losing their shit. Mm. They were like, "This song is incredible." I never performance even was heard incredible. the song until Flirty's performance because it wasn't out yet. Yeah. Oh, that's right. It was. Well, it was out, but it wasn't yeah. like this was in the day of pre-orders. Mm. Remember that? Yes, we still do that. It's on air on sale now. What? Is- <laughs> <laughs> really? This is all my jargon coming out, but right. it's now like it's the second the song comes out, mm. you can buy it. But this was like, it was out, but you couldn't buy it yet. That's right, that's right. So no one really knew about it. Mm-hmm. And then she performed it and everyone was like, hey, why? Watch him. Um, and then Benny and that one uh, with Something I Need, the One Republic song. Do you remember us talking about this now? And I said, that's a good song. And you were like, it's one of the worst winning singles. I still stick by that. And I did not like Ben Hina as a person, what as a, a singer. Bop o'clock. Everyone said he was Kikani, but he just gave us like bad vibes. He shouldn't have won, but I'm glad he did because we, like. we got that song though. Also, I'm going to tell you something that's not funny on the scientists, but made me crease at the time. When Uptown Funk first came out, I used to think the lyrics were, and I still don't know what the lyrics are, pop the police in the frying pan. You know that bit? 
Do you know what I mean? I mean, my friend Jess used to just talk about it as if it was like a recipe and be like, just pop them, please. <laughs> <laughs> just pop them in. Please. What does it say? Pop the police in the frying pan. I'm going to guess it's fireman. As in fireman. Ah, oh, pop, pop the police and the fireman. But I don't know what pop the police means. Called a police and a fireman. Alright. <laughs> Not grammatical, but alright, Bruno. Uh, 2015, Bupsy, shout out, friend of the pod, love her. I, I only remember talking about Bupsy when we were pissed on that. And I still, me too. Do you remember we spoke about the whole night, the whole, all of this yeah, lot? Yeah. I don't remember any of it, do you? Yeah, yeah. We had like I remember doing it, but I don't remember what we, we spoke about. We had competitions where we did like you name series one winner, I name series two winner. You oh, I remember all that, but I don't remember like specifically talking about the contestants. No, neither do I actually. So in here were Bubsy, uh, Kira Power. They were for the impact. impact. Kira Weathers. Do you know I've met her? Have you? That's a story. Starstruck. Yeah. <laughs> right, but her performance, this was one of my favourites, the week she got booted, she yeah. did, what did she do again? I can't remember. But I remember watching that and being like, that was the best one, and then she got kicked out, and I was like, what a fucking travesty, return of the lap. Oh my god, yeah. It was so good. Would you like to know about the time I met her? And she's got good other songs, go on. So, oh, you're a fan of hers, aren't you? Outside yeah. of X Factor, yeah. Way, I like Way. one. <laughs> <laughs> so, do you remember, this is actually new to the listeners, and I don't know if it's new to you, I don't think it is. When I did Top Model of Sunderland, um, I don't think I've told you this, you know. I think you might have, it's in the back of my head. So I took part in a modelling competition called Top Model of Sunderland. I did not win, I did not even place in the top five, but it was alright because I was just there for the fans. Kira Weathers was a judge on mm. that pageant, and she came into the back room where we were all getting dressed before the show and was like, Yes, I look for the show, girls. Like, lovely to meet you. And I turned around to her, blatantly lied, and went, Kira Weathers, I was such a fan of you on the X Factor. I voted for you like 16 times. And although I wasn't a fan of on the X Factor, I never voted for her. <laughs> and she went, Thank you, that is so kind. And I tell you what, she used to score me the highest in that pageant. Did she? Nah, I'm lying. I can't oh. remember. I can get them again, scores back. That breaks my heart, all that you lied. I know that I just wanted her, I know that like I did actually care about her and I thought I had money to fucking pick up the phone I would have. And then we had Monica Michael mm. and the moment when Ollie Murs went So we've had two votes which means unfortunately and then Caroline goes no 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 Because doesn't he say that is it Monica's going and she's not or Monica saved and she is going? That Monica's going and she has a little panic and she's not going. Like, they hadn't finished voting. Mm-hmm. It had, in fact, went to deadlock. Yeah, yeah. In which she got booted anyway. Swish Joe McElroy should have been alongside Caroline Flack presenting Extra Factor. Oh, no, they were presenting real X Factor then, weren't they? This was legit. Terrible. Can we talk about Mason Noise, the worst name of all time? We've already talked about him. Well, then let's not talk about him. <laughs> <Last> <laughs> <week>. <laughs> Lauren Murray... Who my only memory of is that photo of her with her eyelash falling off when she's about to get the boot. Yeah, I loved her. A little bit scared of her as well though. Just people on X like that I just think would fight me. Oh, and she was one of them. One I loved her, but she just looked like she would fight us. Sean Miley Moore who went early. Who the hell's that? Sean Miley Moore. <laughs> Who's that? Sean Miley Moore. Who is he? Um, <laughs> who are you, man? <laughs> Uh, the top three 
were the correct top three in Louisa Johnson, Reggie and Borley, Jay Chesterman. Oh. <laughs> no. Yeah. I should have been there though. Ah, yeah, I deserve it. But Louisa Johnson, good follow-up she was songs. Gonna win. Was always going to win good follow-up oh, songs. Good, good, good at follow-up songs. Tears. Louisa Johnson was always going to win. She was far too professional to be in that competition. She was brilliant. But you know what? You see about Korea afterwards, although she did exceptionally well with those songs we've all just mentioned, she's dropped off a bit recently. And I wish she hadn't. I know. I think she's a ready-made pop star. 2016. That was the hour auditioned as well. Imagine. I would have <laughs> had no fucking chance. Uh, 2016, I want to talk about the relationship between Emily Middlemas and Ryan Laurie. And I have to talk about when I interviewed that singer who was friends with them both and said that they were still together and now they're engaged. Could you imagine? Nah, couldn't. I think I once got a tweet from Ryan Laurie. <laughs> but I don't think he ever followed us back, which is probably what I was actually aiming for. Oh, that's pretty sad. Um, Does he not know that Christopher Maloney, Lucy Spraggin, Corn, Shane Dawson, Stevie <laughs> Ritchie all follow you on Twitter? Is he aware of that? So, Bretavio left this first, and there was the whole thing with the chicken. They're still actually a thing. That really. Oh my god, yes! <laughs> oh, I love them. Yes. This is the meme of people like this. Yes. One of them who like goes around and puts like nothing in the basket, and it's like yeah, me at the store. I feel like the and one that had nothing. loads of fake talent is more famous than the other one. Yes, <laughs> both of them. What do you mean? No, yeah, that one is more famous. You're right. Um, Gifty Louise, do you yeah. remember the iconic moment when Simon Cowell accidentally sent her home? Yes, a group who had bops actually following Four of Diamonds I really like them they have good songs so I like them as well because I thought they could have done well and became like like a little little mix Mm -hmm. but like they didn't get enough support behind them do you know for how late on this was this was a good lineup of people it was actually now I think actually this might have kept it going a few years Um, Sam Lavery shout out couple drive time obsessed with her especially at the time I will say when she performed Hello by Lionel Richie performance and a half and, and a half did she follow you on twitter by any chance no she just <laughs> oh, I'm surprised oh my god what do you mean Cat drive time is she still presenting yeah what yeah saw her a few months ago I really like her um Honey G mm. <laughs> we didn't speak about last time one of my favourite moments was Honey G in sixth chair when she goes my name's Honey G and I am the next biggest rap artist in the UK. The reason I didn't talk about it is I could not care for that character. I was obsessed. Like genuinely, like all I would do was go around in school and have my shades. You were in school then? Uh-huh. Shit. And I would be like Honey G era and I'd have my shades on and I'd, I'd go around quoting that. That's how we do it where we're from. <laughs> the only thing I liked about Honey G, because I didn't care for joke acts by this point, I was well serious. Was the fact that she did the Missy Elliott song in an audition and she actually sang it like perfectly, <laughs> and I was like, "Wow!" Icon. And um, whenever I uh, say something that accidentally rhymes nowadays, I'll do the "I am the next biggest rap artist oh in the UK," and I'm and I'm referencing that. Can I also mention? I know we're jumping back to bootcamp, but it's with this series. This was the year, right? Where do you remember this? They would put all these songs up on a board and they were like, scramble! And I to... love that. I loved it, but I used to imagine the stress of trying to find a good song. And imagine if you are left with like 
I don't know, an Eminem song or something. <laughs> like, imagine the trauma. I really want Coldplay Viva La Vida. <laughs> People are like, ragging them That was one of them, wasn't it? Coldplay Viva La Vida. It was, Mariah Carey, we belong together. And people were like ragging Mariah Carey around, <laughs> like, I want it, no, I want it. Because they wanted to show off the vocal prowess. Yeah, and I would they got, die. Like, I would die. And I'm the not, ketchup sauce. Literally, I am not a um, scrambler. Like, if that happened to me, I'd be like, I'm, that's, I'm just so above that. So, like, I would end up with something really shit. The cha-cha slide. This is something new. The caster slide part two. <laughs> featuring the platinum bear. And this time, go on. Five After Midnight. Right, that's not the rest of that song. But I <laughs> love uh, Five After Midnight. I did like them. Top two were Matari and Sara Alto. What was very iconic was Sara Alto somehow lagging her way through every week because there was the time when she was bottom two a lot and then it was just Sara every week and her reaction would be next yeah. level. Do you know what I think? I wasn't a fan of Sara Alto, but I actually think she's a very talented person. And she knows how to win she the just, audience over. She was an X Factor. She was an X Factor. And that's the problem. Like... She, was she the, wasn't ready right for that show because she, she was really talented. was in the Finnish Eurovision selection mm. and I think they kind of dipped into that lake and went, oh, she'd be good on X Factor and kind of invited her along. Wait, she was Eurovision before? No way, I did not she know She didn't that. actually win the selection, but like she's, she was Oh, annoyed. I thought she was Eurovision And there was, a, there was a time a few years later when mm. they would dip into that field a little bit. Right. And they would ask Eurovision people to be in the show. Yes. Let's be honest, not everyone auditions. Yeah, no, yeah. So, uh, Sarah Alto getting second was a shock, but I do like her, I think. I like her, just not for you, uh, not for X-Factor. And Matt Terry won. Okay, so, let's drop some tea here. So, uh, some people hated X-Factor because of the sob stories. I personally liked it if they were genuine. So, like, there was times when people would come up with some, not come up, they would have some genuinely really sad stories. Matt Terry came on. I broke up with my girlfriend. That was his sob story to remember. And again, another tweet from me. I remember tweeting like, is that really his sob story that he broke up with his fucking lass? Like, really? That's bad, that way. Like. It was so bad. Um, and I just, I wasn't a fan of his singing. And I didn't understand why he was. Wasn't the crack that he was sat with Bratavio when they were talking about the chicken? Yeah. And they had had their breakup and then his breakup was that. That mm. was the story, wasn't it? But I just didn't think he was a deserving winner. But then again, looking back on everyone else that was in that series, was he the best out of a bad bunch? Was that a bad year? Don't know. 2017. Oh. Are you saying that like you're going to actually want to talk about some of these people? Oh, you got my heart beating rapidly. Well, yeah, we'll talk about that. <laughs> but brief mention to Talia Dean, who still gans on about the X Factor every week on a TikTok. <laughs> really don't know who that is uh jack and joel one of them's a thing on twitter yes i love jack and joel and jack's the one that's still the twitter yeah what happened to joel you probably want to talk about the cut kelvins oh my god the cut kelvins one of them's a presenter now really a presenter really shout out to shireen oh but is it the girl yeah i was gonna say nobody cares about the brothers nah so shireen queen she's from Queen Shireen. Queen Shireen I'm the next biggest rap <laughs> artist in the UK <laughs> she's from Neon Jungle which you that is my in yeah I can support them for that one I mean I wasn't a fan of Neon Jungle that much but I Brave was obsessed Heart. yeah Braveheart to tune Itch Me Some Kaisu but I was obsessed with that woman and when she did Show My Love she had the perfect voice for Show My Love do you know who she's going out with I've told you this before 
Oh, you have not I forgot. I think it's got Ben. Who? The guy from Raksu. Oh, yeah, The singing guy. That. Yeah, I've said that. But she needs to bring out music because she had a voice. And then do you want to talk about top two? Oh, you want to talk about Kevin Davy White, surely. <gasps> Thank you for reminding me. You're obsessed. I'm obsessed with Kevin Davy White. He was great, like, but I think he was too good for X Factor. <laughs> yeah, he was. It's like Sarah Aldo, like, he had so much talent, but he wasn't right for the show mm-hmm. of what the show was. So I thought Kevin Davy White was one of the best humans to ever exist. Not only was he a nice person, not only was he gorgeous, but he was the most talented human ever. His cover of Smooth by Santana and Rob Thomas is one of that the best was good. Exact Alive performances ever. I really, as much, I really loved Raxu, but I really wanted Kevin Davy White to win. I did actually vote. I think he... Mm, I loved that was him. a great top three, actually. Uh, really good top though, three. Was it though? Was it though? Yes. Was it? Yes. You're going to say Grace shouldn't have been in the top two. I, I understood the trajectory. Tra- I can't say that when I'm drunk. Tra- <laughs> can't either. <laughs> I can say it when I'm sober. <laughs> trajectory that from her audition, I knew she was going to be in the final three. I did not like her voice. I did not like her songs. Personal opinion, she might be a lovely girl, but she just wasn't for me. So, that's that. I really liked her stuff. I thought she was dead good. Um... Yeah, I've told her one, told you once I think she should have won and you didn't like it. I think I kicked off. <laughs> Actually, in hindsight. So what number did Kevin do away come in? Third. Right, fair enough. I it didn't actually think he'd come that far. I didn't think he was that far. This was when X Factor was evolving into the, if you write your own material, mm. you are good. Whereas back in the day, that would never have happened. Mm-hmm. Shane Ward's song is one of the only original songs, winner singles, you know. Right. And I don't think he fucking wrote that either. I was going to say, I didn't even think that was an original. He didn't write, I don't think he wrote it, but it was an original and it wasn't a cover. But that top three for me, really good, really mm. strong. Like them all, good for them. Where's Kevin Davy White? Where's Kevin Davy White? Do you think I could get him to perform at the wedding? I reckon I could, If he listens to this. Friend of the pod! <laughs> <laughs> Kevin Davy White, if you listening. Um, 2018, so we can... Fucking! Do you remember that Kevin Davy White was French? Yes. Alright. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to talk about anyone in 2018. Oh, I do. Apart from the week when <laughs> there was technical difficulties, this might scare you. Oh, was this 2018? And everyone turned into Daleks for about 15 minutes. It's fucking terrifying. Terrifying. Honestly, I was not sleeping that night. No, no. I think I had a panic attack. I genuinely was stressing. I was sat with my nana and I was like, this is scary, isn't it? What did your nana say? She was probably just laughing. <laughs> and then the court was like, we are trying to fix the audio fault. And I was like, we well, fix it quick because I'm panicking. <laughs> it was so scary. I would like to talk about, um, well, it would help if I could remember his name. Liverpool, third place. Anthony Russell. Loved him. I didn't. Oh, I really did. <laughs> Especially his audition. I hated this year. Oh, it was a terrible year. And this is the year, this is the reason why it got the boot. I know. There is not one name here who I was rooting no, for. No, second place was good as well. Scarlett. Scarlet. She was. She was canny as fuck. She had a beautiful voice. Them two are great. But look how your standards have slipped from Raksu, Grace and Kevin Davy White. I know. To someone who's a nice lass. Right. She had a good voice. <laughs> also, I did like how this year, 
They did it where Simon Cowell would have a party with all the like, greatest names in music and they used to perform in his back garden. Love at that. Diane Warren. I forgot all about that, yeah. you know. They would perform, imagine that, to perform to like, Diane Warren, who's written Whitney Houston songs. Nile Rodgers was probably there because he's fucking everywhere. Who did I used to think Diane Warren looked like? I have no idea. <laughs> you can figure that out, everyone. Katrina in the waves. <laughs> oh my god, she totally does. <laughs> never ever had a relationship and that's why she's so good at writing love songs bit tape well I would say the opposite no apparently it's because she's never felt heartbreak so she can write the most loved up songs not knowing about the bad stuff that happens oh okay bit of Diane Warren tea for you did you also know sorry oh you're not going to let me say this what are you trying to say uh-huh. Toxic by Britney Spears is written by Kathy Dennis who used to be going out with a super vet. Toxic is about the super vet. Just going to drop that bomb for you. <laughs> I knew books you've taught this, but that's big for them, I think. Mm. Can we please just talk about the final three names and then we <laughs> I know, I know. Fuck now, you're going to have editing on your hands. I'm sorry. Brendan Murray didn't like. Who the fuck is that? Irish guy, really high-pitched voice. And this is when they used brought the golden buzzer into X Factor because in the sixth chair they gave him the you will have this seat and I'll not swap you out. Yeah, I don't even remember that. That was the thing. So really Brendan Murray was once again a Eurovision name. He did oh it the year God. before. So they really dipped into that like poor right. people. And you know, it's funny that X Factor fans like me wouldn't have known that and we didn't. I did not like him in Eurovision. I don't remember him. He's got a voice well. that if you like it, you like it. If you don't, you don't. I wish I did like him, but I can't remember. I didn't like his voice personally. Right. That's that. Um, Acacia and Aaliyah. <gasps> yeah, I like them. Yeah, I like them, but every week they would come on and they were in the bottom quite a few times. Yeah. And me and my friend used to text each other and be like, do you think they're going to do? Because every week it was a grime song. But X Factor Grime, they only had the rights to Skepta Shootdown <laughs> yeah. and Big For Your Boots Stormzy. Yeah. So it was like, are they doing Skepta or Stormzy this week? What do we think? Mm-hmm. And one week I got it right and I was buzzing. I did like them though. I did like them, but very predictable song choices. Mm. And Dalton Harris won. Shout out to Dalton Park. <laughs> <laughs> Again, Dalton Harris was actually an alright singer, but... He was boring. He didn't have any character. Do you know, fun fact for all the listeners out there. I don't think he should have won. Well, no, he should have. But like, he wasn't. He was the best singer. Mm. But I think it's the whole you've got to have the X factor, which best, he didn't have. Best of a. I was going to say a bad bunch. That's it was though. It kind of was. We have to admit. This is the year. This is why it got the boot. I know. And the whole. It was, I don't think it was the judges. I think it was. No, the I don't think it was the contestants. And I don't think it was the judges. It was just done. It, the maybe, show was just maybe done. it was just done. I mean actually I've just remembered in the gym this feels like a lineup that was brought together just to put a show together instead yeah. of just talent mind you I still would be watching it now if it was here even if it was shit I'd still be watching it yeah you would but I have to say that I can't remember <laughs> <laughs> can we go then go can right we... see you Tyler goodbye <laughs> Tyler's fucking sick
Okay, well, that was the X Factor. Is that all we're going to say? Or could there be another There part? is going to be another one. But in, I don't think we're going to talk about the X Factor in what the way that love, we have, are we? What I love about this is you will have heard us get pissed as it went on. Oh my God, yes. This went is, on for that long. Too, uh, unedited, because this will be edited, but this is two hours of us talking. And now I'm drunk and I wasn't at the start. <laughs> Same. Also, I just have to say for the listeners that... Somewhere through this episode, I burped and I was meant to bring it up here and I forgot. So you'll, when you're editing, you may find the burp or you may not. It was a quiet one. Did you hear it? Because I know when you did it because you laughed. <laughs> I didn't hear it. <laughs> so do you think it could possibly stay in there? I think it'll stay because I won't hear it. So, guys, timestamp when you think the burp is and send it in. <laughs> Getting those DMs <laughs> We've got nay followers at time of recording <laughs> <laughs> on Instagram. So. Please follow us. We're getting a bit desperate at this point. <laughs> so we're done. And there will be another X Factor app because I've wrote down loads of miscellaneous things we didn't do before. Yes. And I bet even after this one, I'll be listening and thinking, we didn't talk about it in week three when Monica Michael <laughs> fell off the stage. I don't know. I think we might have to see you now. So maybe we will. I've got a few already. Okay. You might have some. I don't have anything. Um, but that'll be like sometime in the future. And we've got other X Factor ideas. So if you're a fan yeah. of the X Factor and you want to hear more shite on it, uh, we'll, we'll do that at some but point. But for now, I'm all X Factor out. Should we ask friend of the pod... It's not Marie, it's not Crash Bandicoot, Cheryl, <laughs> but it is Cheryl. What she thinks. Why not? Come on. <laughs> Cheryl, we've got you on speed dial. <laughs> She's here now. What do you think? He had just loved it, pet. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Shares. Right. Thanks, Shares. We must go now. We're not going to top that. Uh, goodbye, everyone. Bye.